0: Hey guys, it's Zandra here. Welcome, welcome to the Single and Podcast. So we're going to start something new that I am referring to as the single stories. And these stories are really like our own personal stories to help fill in some blanks. And along with the fact that Katie and I live so far apart, so sometimes that... Recording and also recording for as long as we do can be really draining. So we decided to try these single stories. That's what I'm calling them. Um, this week. So for our first single story, Katie is going to tell her story um about roofing I would just like to give a precursor as this story could be triggering and emotionally damaging to other people so please continue to listen at your own will um I think the story is very informative um it was very hard for me to hear the first time so I completely respect those who might have a hard time hearing this as well all right hold on to your hats folks here we go
1: okay so today we're going to talk about Um, An experience that I went through in February, I believe, so it's me and me, meaning Katie, and my mom. Um, I figured that she could be here to kind of help fill in some of the gaps because I wasn't exactly present during most of this story. So in February, I was out with my kind of friend. I mean, this girl would go out often. We would go to bars in the like local city near me. And essentially one night we went out, it was a normal night. We met up with her sister and her sister's friend. And I was actually planning on starting 75 hard at midnight. So I drove there, I was expecting to drive home. I knew that at that time I could have three drinks and be completely fine to drive home by midnight. Um, Cause I would usually drive home by 1, one thirty in the morning. Um, and I would have stopped drinking at midnight. So yeah, like the night was completely normal. Um, we met up with a few of our friends, actually one of them I used to work at Market Basket with. So it was someone that I used to be kind of fami- familiar with and not really hang out outside of work, but in that time I kind of did. We'd meet him at the bars and just enjoy our night and then go home for so this particular night ended up getting roofied um when most people hear that I think they like to think that it's not that serious um and that it happens to a lot of people but I feel like my circumstance was a little bit different than others or other people just don't realize the severity that it has on your body and how detrimental it could be to yourself like you could literally die from it Mom's here, and I'm gonna try my best to tell the story. Like I said, she's gonna fill in the gaps where they're needed because She remembers a lot more detail than I do and this was also four months ago so We're gonna do our best, but I just wanted to tell my story because I think that it's important for people to hear and It's like I said a a very serious topic that not a lot of people understand And yeah, so I just wanted to share my story and hopefully other people can either be more careful or just more cautious when they're out drinking and hopefully have fun still but yeah, so essentially i remember i was drinking and um i was drinking vodka crayon with soda water and i had like two after i got my second i really needed to go to the bathroom i had just got it and i gave it to my friend and Went to the bathroom. I came back, and my drink wasn't in her hand. So I was kind of confused, and I was like, "Hey, where's my drink?" Because I had just bought it, and she was like, "Oh, it's right here." And she like pointed to the counter that was next to her. So, you know, when you go out, you trust your friends with your drinks. Rule of thumb that everybody knows is you don't put someone's drink down. Well. I trusted her. I thought that she had watched my drink, even though it was on the table. Maybe she didn't want to hold it, but she was watching it. Like, I assumed, you know, the best. Um, drank that drink. I noticed when I grabbed it that it was a little bit lower in, like, level, meaning there was less liquid in there than I had left it. But maybe she spilled it. I don't really know. Um, so I just assumed the best, and I drank it. And then about an hour later is when we met up with those guys that I was talking about. Um one of them i used to work at market basket with and um when he got there me and him went up to get a shot and then i was gonna get like one more drink and that was that was it for the night um i remember taking the shot with him at the bar and i don't even remember ordering my drink um i don't remember anything after that until i woke up the next morning so
2: what happened 15, um, from, from drink, that, um, you know Katie is really intoxicated um, we're gonna have to have someone drive her home because she pretty much passed out here um, so I said okay so they let me talk to the gentleman that Katie used to work with and he says you know I know Katie I'm gonna bring her home I said okay. He says here's the address, and he said all right. I should be there by 1 a.m. I said okay. So sure enough, 1 a.m. comes around. And I'm thinking she's gonna sprawl through the door with him holding her up. In actuality, he carried her into the house. Um, she had no movement whatsoever. She couldn't really understand questions at that point. So he placed her on the couch in the living room and he left. Um, At this point, she was um, almost unconscious, basically. She had no motor skills, no control of any part of her body. Um, So I was very concerned because this has never happened to this extent. I tried to communicate with her she started answering my questions but she couldn't open her eyes couldn't hold her head up she literally slid off the couch onto the floor Um, She was totally dead weight so I decided to call my son and I asked him what you know he come over because if we take her to the ER I there's nothing I can't pick her up Um, so he asked me a few questions and she, he asked me, did she do anything else? And I said, nope, she drank. And then we realized that Katie had actually went to the bathroom in her pants. Um, so he immediately said, Mom, she got drugged. She has no control of anything. She Her body was planking. means her legs were straight out, um, not bendable at this point. Her, her hands and fingers were straight out, not, she couldn't close her hands. Um, but he came over, we basically, you know, he, we were going to take her to the ER. He said, well, can we just pop her in the shower? So we tried to do that. She, he carried her upstairs. Um, we put, we tried to get her in the bathtub, but realized her legs would not bend. So we had a really hard time getting her in there we ended up showering her off we you know i put a change of clothes on her and we propped her up in her bed um she at this point started to talk um she we asked her several questions she answered them we told her we'd like to bring to the er she's like no i'm fine um she was vomiting this whole time um and she said, um, she kept saying she only had three drinks. Mom, I only had three drinks. And my son kept asking her, did you have anything else? She said no. Um,
1: Meaning like drugs. I yeah. Didn't,
2: I don't do drugs. I don't even smoke weed. So we wanted to make sure, you know, she, she, she would tell me if she did, if I asked the question. She insisted on that. No, nothing else. Um, she didn't touch anything else. So we actually let her sleep through the night. Um, I had to take her pulse and her, with an oxygen levels, the thing
1: that goes on your finger when you go to the doctor, yeah. there's your pulse and your oxygen levels to make sure you're getting oxygen.
2: So I had that here. We did that. Um, I checked on her every hour for the first four hours. Now it was like, 4am uh, to 6am. I finally went to bed, um, the next day. I woke up at 8.30.
1: Yeah. You were already downstairs you your...
2: Yeah, she... And,
1: well, immediately when I woke up, I was, like, in a daze, and I was like, what the fuck? Because I was like, what the fuck happened? Like, how the heck did I get home? My biggest concern was that I drove home. Because the fact that I can't remember driving home, clearly I was too too intoxicated to drive. So I... Because I didn't know I got roofied at that point, so I was... I immediately got up and... I checked the driveway to see if my car was there. Y'all, I tell you, I never got up that fast in my life. But I got up and checked the driveway, and my car was not there. So I immediately was like, okay, I need to figure out what happened. So I went downstairs, and I was like, hey, can you tell me what the heck happened last night? Because, like, I don't remember anything past getting my last drink. That's it. And so she was like, you don't remember anything? And I was like, no. Like, not, not not, a damn thing. I don't remember nothing.
2: Yeah, she yeah. was like,
1: oh, okay, well, <laughs> she laid it all out for me.
2: At that point, she um, couldn't hold any fluid at all. She couldn't hold any fluid at all. She kept vomiting. Um, it wasn't until the afternoon that we decided to take her in the emergency room because she was still planking. Her fingers were still straight out. She couldn't uh, close her hands still and how did you feel then before we went
1: so my mom wasn't home for a few hours she went to work so it was just me and my dog um and I remembered after I got my story straight with her downstairs I came back up to my room and I went on my phone because I had like texts and calls from people so I called them all back and told them I was okay whatever Then I tried to go back to sleep, and I just, like, couldn't for some reason. So I was texting my brother, and he was like, you should really go to the hospital and get a test done to see if they can find anything in your system. And at that point, it had already been almost 12 hours. It was, like, 10 in the morning, so 10 hours or so, um, really, like, 11. And so essentially, I was like, no, I'm fine. And he was like... you really should go and get it done just in case and if anything it comes back negative and you're fine or whatever but just for your own sanity so you can piece together what could have happened last night and to make sure it's nothing like serious and so I ignored it and then my hand started to act funny um, because when I woke up I felt everything in my body and everything was working fine and then like my hand started to go numb and get really stiff. I couldn't make a fist anymore. And that kind of concerned me. So I talked to my mom and she was like, okay, like I'm leaving work soon, whatever. And by the time she got here, it was hard to walk. Like my body just didn't want to move. It was just getting like stiffer and stiffer. Um, by the time we got to the hospital and getting out of the car, like I remember just staring at her for a minute. She was waiting for me outside the door of the passenger side. And I was just like, mom, I don't know if I can get up. Like I really don't know if I can stand up. I think I might just like collapse. She's like, "Okay, well, just like try." And I like got up, pretty much waddled my ass into the emergency room because like walking was a task. I felt like I was gonna pass out. I was wicked dizzy. Um. Yeah, they I like signed in and we waited a few minutes, and they came and got me and they did the initial questionnaire of like, you know, what do you feel? What happened? what do you think happened? All that kind of stuff. Um, and Essentially, she was like, why didn't they come? Like, why didn't you come here sooner? And I was like, I don't know. Like, I wasn't conscious just to make that decision. Um, and I was like, oh, trust me, my mom feels bad about it. Like, we know we should have came, but I probably told them no. And my brother agreed that I should have been fine. Just sleep it off. So they just kind of left me at home to do that Um, and clearly something's still wrong
2: yeah but if if anyone's listening to this don't sleep it off because apparently this type of reaction and everybody's different you can have prolonged paralysis of your nervous system from this so Katie could have lost the mobility of her fingers and hands um, from this drug it just depends on the person she was fortunate that this didn't stay with her.
1: After they took the questionnaire, they essentially took me back and when I got a bed. They took blood work, gave me an IV. I had to pee eventually, which took some time because I couldn't move my hands. I couldn't even, like... I remember getting back in into the bedroom and my mom wasn't with me. It was just me and the nurse. And I'm trying to fucking text her on my phone. Y'all, if you stick your hand out straight... Fingertips straight out, put your thumb on the inside of your finger, right? It's touching your palm, your thumb, but your finger, your four fingers are straight. Try type something. You can't bend your knuckles, that's not an option. You have to literally drag your fingers one by one and even point them down, They're just straight out. You have to tap the screen. You look so stupid, I swear to God. <laughs> the nurse is looking at me. I'm like, I'm telling my mom I'm back here. <laughs> Don't worry. <laughs> I'm like figuring it out. Um, but yeah, I ended up texting her so she came back and what well, she's helping me because I couldn't even freaking hold the, the cup in case I wanted to throw up to my face. Um, yeah, I couldn't do anything, I couldn't like move my arm. Um, So, they gave me an anxiety medication, which, oh my god, once it finally hit, I could feel my hand loosen up, and it was the best feeling in the world. I could finally, like, not be so tense. Um, I could finally move my arm, move my legs. It was great. Um, they gave me that, and they gave me a few other things. De-nausea, so I would stop feeling like I was gonna throw up everywhere. Um, yeah. Then they ran blood work, um... And so at that point, it was, like, 2 p.m., probably, 1.30. So it was definitely 12 to 14 hours past um, what initially happened. And um, essentially, the doctor came in, and he wanted my side of the story, so I told him what happened at the club in particular, and my mom kind of finished off with what happened at home. And he time to lecture me and told me that I had a drinking problem because I told them that I've blacked out before, which I have. Um, that's why my mom knew something was not right. This isn't normal. Um, this has never happened this like severely before in my reaction. So when I black out, I can still control everything. I fall asleep and I make sure I plug my phone in. I fall asleep and I make sure my makeup's off my face. I'm like a full adult still. I just don't remember anything. So, this wasn't the same, and I told the doctor that, I'm like, I've blacked out before, like, this is a very different reaction, and he took the time to lecture me about how I had an alcohol problem, how I needed to take things more seriously, and that I shouldn't be blacking out at my age. I'm 23, if y'all don't remember, Um, and yeah, so out of curiosity, once he was finished, I was like, Okay, I I totally get that. I'm like, it's not a normal thing for me to black out, but it has happened. I just figured I'd mention that because I know what that reaction would look like. But also, can you please tell me what my BAC level is? That stands for blood alcohol content. So, at that point, he's like, well, right now, according to the blood work, it's close to zero. And I looked at him with the dirtiest fucking look. And I was like, so that should tell you right there that something else was in the mix. Because if I had drank that much and I was not capable of handling myself, I would still be present. I would still be pretty high. And he was like, well, we can't say for sure. Nothing came back. And I was like, okay, so what are we doing here? <laughs> um, so we ended up going home with no answers, really. Um, except a big lecture from a male doctor. that thought it was his job to tell me I had an alcohol problem. Um, because I was a girl, essentially, I was seeking attention, um, with my story. So, yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, it took me a few days after that to finally feel normal again. I had, I've never had, like, severe anxiety, but lately, ever since then, I have, like, this tightness in my chest every day, um. I stopped taking, like, an over-the-counter medicine. Is it over-the-counter? Just, like, a vitamin. It's called St. John's Wort. You can take that for anxiety. I can get it like, Walmart. It's just a vitamin. But I started taking that just so I could feel uh, a little bit more normal and that breast pain would alleviate itself. So I started taking that for, like, two months. I recently, like, stopped about a month and a half ago. Um, Lately, when I work out and every now and again, like, right now, I can like feel that tightness, um, and I just have to take a second to friggin' breathe. Um, but it, yeah, that was never present before. Um, that's maybe like an ongoing effect, I'm not really sure. But everything else is normal, I had like head fog for about two weeks. I had like really weird stomach pains that would come and go, um, and they'd be like really sharp one minute, and then all of a sudden the next minute they'd be gone. Uh, so that was really odd and not normal.
2: Um, yeah. What was your bar activity since it happened?
1: Ever since I've, that happened, um, it's been four months. If I go out with people, um, I have not gone to a club yet. I don't know if I feel comfortable, honestly, going to a club again, especially if I'm going to be drinking there. Um, and if I do go out with people, I'm always the DD and they all know why. I don't want to, uh... I don't even want to fucking risk it. I'm all set. I'll. And I. after doing 75 hard, I realize that I don't need a drink to have fun. I don't mind not drinking. Or maybe having one and being done. Um, I haven't gone to a club since. I just don't really care to. now, especially after that circumstance, I'm, like, all set. I've had my fun. <laughs> um... Yep, that girl, not friends with her anymore. Yeah, the next day, actually, when I called her, she was one of the people I called after I I got my story straight with my mom. Me me and my mom evened it out that it was the drink that she held and she put down. Um, She was too busy flirting with a guy to hold drinks, I guess. But she ended up, once I got home, or once I left the bar, she ended up going over this guy's house and having sex with him. So, I guess her priorities were just a little fucked up. Um, so, yeah, and I told her, I was like, yeah, it was actually the drink that you held. We narrowed it down. And she goes, oh, that's weird. She never apologized, never took responsibility. Um, tried to act concerned for my safety, which was honestly kind of annoying. Um,
2: yeah, because if she was that concerned, she would have drove you home
1: had some or came with me in the car like that kid had a four car for a four person car and it was just me and him and the fact that she would also put me with someone that she wasn't very familiar with never mind he, he was also a male anything could have happened and my brother even asked me that and my mom asked me that the next day they were like you think that like he touched you and i was like I don't think so. Like, I think I would have, you know, how like, the next day after you have sex or something happens, you can, like, feel the tightness down there. Well, like, I didn't feel any of that. And my mom made a joke. She's like, Caitlin, your pants were so fucking tight. I don't think anything could have happened regardless. And I was like, true. I that's, I do that on purpose. That way, if people, like, try to take my wallet out of my pocket, I can
2: feel it. Um, yeah, it took us 10 minutes to take her pants off, so there was no...
1: <laughs> yeah, so nothing happened in regards to that. Um... Yeah, like, just not a good friend. Um, would have probably been better off giving my drink to a fucking stranger than her, to be honest. Just the girl code. Girls know that when you give your drink to someone, you don't fucking take your eyes off of it. Um, just how it is. One of the perks, I guess, of being a girl. It's just you always have to watch your back when you're
2: out. My advice was pee between drinks.
1: <laughs> yeah, if you're gonna get a drink, make sure you just peed because... You really shouldn't be putting that shit down Or really giving it to anybody Trust yourself and yourself only when you're drinking um, Just in case But I think that's it um, More details Actually uh, uh, So I actually ended up passing out On the floor of the club like Physically my body hit the floor
2: um, I guess several times Yeah the bounces I guess carried you Outside to the courtyard
1: my bouncer was like seven feet tall and my friend that drove me home ended up having to carry me outside and i guess as my friend was trying to unlock my phone i kept growing up like everywhere um i had to like open my eye the face recognition in order to open my phone so it was the only way that she could call my mom get her number but, yeah, so that happened, and also when I got dropped off and put on the couch and I ended up slipping on the floor, I guess I was just, like, convulsing. So I don't know if you know what that means, but, like, your body is, like, trying to throw up. So it's just kind of, like, sitting there shaking, like, your head's nodding, like, down, because you're... Think about your stomach, like, punching, like you do for ab exercises. Well, your whole body, like, shakes in order to try to make yourself throw up when you're, like, that sick or something's wrong. And so I was just sitting there convulsing for how long, like 10 minutes, 10 minutes?
2: 10 minutes. It's
1: a long time. My mom was like, the next day she was like, that's the most, like, you say disturbing thing I've ever seen?
2: Yeah. It was very upsetting. Um, it was just somebody tried to calm somebody, actually. They, I mean, it wasn't like a guy trying to get you in bed. It was someone just doing it for the hell of it basically what they did yeah um also
1: found a business card in my bra no idea how that got there i actually saw those people that drove me home um my friend and then his friend that was also there that night i saw them like a month ago the panera and i was like hey i haven't seen them since and i was like hey and they were like Oh my god, she lives. And I was like, yeah. And I was like, yo, was I, like, talking to some random people that night or some shit? And they were like, one of the kids, not the one that drove me home, was like, who weren't you talking to? And I was like, excuse me? And I, like, looked at my friend and I was like, was I talking to a lot of people? And he was like, nah, honestly, you just kind of kept with the group. And I was like, weird, because I found a business card in my bra and I have no idea how it got there. And, like, I still have no clue. Um... Oh, I also went there the next day to the club because I had to get my ID. Um, In car. Yeah, in my car. And I went into the club and I spoke to the club owner because I figured he should know that happened. And uh, he called me a few days later after reviewing the security cameras. And I guess that night was one of the busiest busiest nights there uh, in a long time. It felt like it. So I believe that. And based off of where we were in the pit, just couldn't see me, especially because I'm a lot shorter than all my friends. Like, they all kind of tower over me, only being, like, one, <laughs> and everybody else there's at least, like, 5'6". So, yeah, he's like, I, re- I reviewed the security cameras, and I-, I really couldn't see anything. It was also, like, too dark in that area. It was, like, a corner. Um, and he's like, I'm sorry, I couldn't see anything. Um, he's like, if you let- like, if you need anything else, let me know. And I was like, okay. Um, yeah, so they didn't see anything there. I guess I also wasn't the only one, because someone else got taken out on a stretcher. So, someone was fucking popping shit that night. Who knows how many other people it happened to, and they just didn't say anything. You know, um, but yeah, it's just definitely- you hear people like get roofied you just like think like oh they just like got dizzy and went to bed and it's like no (laughs) like my entire body became paralyzed aka like me planking on the bed my body was not even on the bed and my body was straight um when you're drunk your body just gives way to whatever environment you're around just lets loose but yeah no it, it was very straight i guess um I to share my story because it's a very serious matter that a lot of people take pretty lightly and i don't think they should um and i just wanted other people to know that this kind of stuff can happen everybody's reaction is different and to watch yourself when you're out because even your friends sometimes don't have your back um just be careful don't they have a fingernail polish now yeah they have a fingernail polish we can paint your nails before you go out or even a pinky or something and if you dip it in your drink it will turn a specific color so you know if your drink has been drugged so there's that and then also a thing that i always carried on me and i just didn't this one night was um drink covers i forget what it's called they're drink covers and it goes over your drink and the other part of it goes around your wrist so essentially if someone tried to take the drink out of your hand it would pull your wrist and you would know um also it only has like a really small hole in the top for a straw so it eliminates not eliminates but it definitely reduces the risk of people drugging you like the chances because someone would have to essentially throw it into that little straw hole um and if they're trying to be quick and speedy the accuracy usually isn't there unless they have it in a needle they could just kind of put it through that cap and go right into the drink but I don't think a lot of people would do it that way. It's more of a risk of being caught. But, uh, be safe out there. Um Don't get roofied. Because it's not fucking fun. I literally almost died. So, glad I'm here. And I haven't really done that shit since. <laughs> it's not really worth it to me. But, yeah. That's it. Thanks for listening, guys. And talk next week.